You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, podcast time on a Monday. We're split today. I am here at Hudson Street in New York City, and Al Dukes is on remote in Houston. And unfortunately, we couldn't figure out the ISDN line because we're not all that bright. So he comes to us on the phone. What's up, man? How's Houston? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, yeah, the actually our set, you know, the Jim Rome show, which is normally just the radio show, is going to be on uh, the CBS Sports Network today. Yeah. So they're getting that our set already for Jim Rome. Thus, I was. Uh, not booted, but the guys are very busy connecting and testing, so i, I, I got to get out of their way. So does that mean all week this is how we're going to have to do it? I think so, Jimmy. Yeah. I think the people will like this, though. Me on the phone is very intimate. It is you know, intimate. Like phone call, yeah. Yeah, how, so was the, to... uh, how was the flight? First of all, when did you get there, number one? I know you got stories. We'll get to that in a second. When did you get there? How was the flight? And what was the – usually I always enjoy the first day because you're stress-free. You're not worried about the show until the next day. Right. So it was like – is the weather good? What was Sunday and Sunday night like? I will tell you that uh, this was perhaps the smoothest tra- uh, drive to the airport, uh, ease through security, and uh, boarding of the plane ever. Wow. Um, and I attribute that to the fact that it was flew first class. Not mm. because FAN or CBS paid for it, but Craigie bought me a first-class ticket. What a nice guy. So first-class people, Jerry, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. They have their own uh, check-in area. Right. They have their own security line. I did not know they had their own security line. Oh, yes. I uh, got to go uh, ahead of everyone else. Like, I was better than them in some ways. In a lot of ways, I was yesterday better than <laughs> the average person. Uh, and then... Um, while I was waiting for the flight, I saw Boomer Esiason and Mr. Phil Sims also on my flight. So uh, it was quite a NFL star-studded first-class uh, section of that United Airlines flight. And you. And me. Yes, of course, <laughs> me. What, and, was the, uh, what was the whole point of the photo of you sleep? Like, what was the problem with that? And Craig seemed like on well, the show today he was very upset with you. It's a four-hour flight. Why wouldn't you be sleeping? Well, no, uh, Craig and his wife were fascinated that uh, when I sleep on an airplane, I, I generally don't recline my seat. Wow. I, I fall asleep, as they say, erect. It's impressive. So that's very fascinating to them. But, in fact, I did have my seat reclined a little bit. Hmm. But they like to, uh, you know, point that out because one time we took a, a flight wherein the, the seats went. I think when we went to San Francisco last year. We were in these jet blue bougie seats where the whole thing almost lays down like a bed. That was the jet blue mint, right? Yeah, jet blue mint. And instead of reclining all the way back, I I slept sitting up. Got it. They could not get over. Well, that I would find so, a little odd too if you could recline the chair and yet you choose not to. But in this exactly. case, so be it. 
it really threw everybody off. So that was fine. Then we got in here. The weather's nice, a high 60s, low 70s, uh, as Craig mentioned earlier. I will tell you this. Uh, uh, Houston seems like any town USA. I don't see anything distinct about the city. Uh, they do have a lot of homeless people here, which I also noticed in San Francisco last year. We did, yes. Which you would think New- that you would see more in New York City, but it- it's really alarming when you get out of New York. Um, just some of these cities, it's terrible. I mean, there there are people uh, in tents set up on sidewalks that live in those tents here in, uh, where are we? Houston. Well, the one thing about Houston, Houston though, you think, as opposed to New York City, I mean— I, they, it can get chilly there. I, I understand that, but for the most part, it's it's a relatively warm city. Yes, and the uh, the driver told us that uh, in the summer here, very hot, Jerry. As yes, you can imagine. Hot. I, I've heard oppressively hot. Yes, oppressively hot. Uh, but then after that, you know, Craig and I wandered around the city here, uh, and there's not really all that much going on. I did look out my window and thought I saw the Astrodome. <laughs> and it turns out it's the uh, Toyota Center. The to- <laughs> it's, that's that's got to be half the size of the uh, Astrodome, yeah, what it, it was. Like a, it looked like a dome, Jerry. And I did check in with the, the guy working the counter of the gift shop here and asked him, can I go visit the Astrodome? And he looked at me like, why would you want to do such a thing? It's right. not been in use for years. Is it still um, up, though? It is still up. They can't knock it down. It's actually on the... Uh, historical places in America type of situation where you can't knock it down. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but they never refurbished it enough to to do things in it. Interesting. Well, I know the, um, I'm trying to think where it was, the Pontiac Silverdome. I know someone bought that for real cheap. And I don't know if he ever right. did anything with it, but it was the type of it was the type of deal where it's a useless space. Anybody that wants to buy it here, it's yours. Hey, uh, Evan Roberts was just asking me um, before, and then we'll get to the stories you got. Um what exactly do the guys do after the show? And I was trying to, you know, I remember when we went to uh, San Francisco, such a good sightseeing city, whether you want to go to the Golden yeah. Gate Bridge or Alcatraz or Ghirardelli Square. There's a lot of stuff to do in San Francisco. And even Arizona, I said, well, you know, out there, the weather was not so great. And yet we did play golf. We did go to a casino. We did go to uh, the go-karts. Like, Craig doesn't like to sit still. And his his response was, but Houston is Houston. Will Craig and Al be horrendously bored all week because they're done at 9 a.m.? So my question to you would be, now that you're in day one, what are the plans, and it will it, will it be horrifically boring for you guys? That is a great question, Jerry. Um, well, Boomer, you know, has other responsibilities. He's got uh, uh, that Showtime show inside the NFL, so he's got rehearsals for that. They'll be shooting that. So Boomer's got a number of different things. I think I'm going to see Boomer for dinner tonight and tomorrow night, tomorrow being Craig's birthday. Right. So we'll go out to dinner there. But then I don't expect to see Boomer after that. Uh, As far as what Craig and I will do, I'm I'm guessing eating a lot, which is what he likes to do in different towns. Uh, Other than that, I don't know. I express interest in going to look at the Astrodome. I know I have some fascination with this Astrodome. (laughs) They say it was one of the eighth wonders of the world. Yes. Um. Craig looked at me like, why would you want to go look at an abandoned building? So I'm not sure if we'll ever get to that part of boredom. But, well, but that, that, but, that but Al, that would be cool if you can if they have tours and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they do or not, but uh, I would be interested in that. The Craig's not a tour type of guy. Yeah, I know. I am. We did do, his hotel has a, has a top golf in the lobby. Oh, does it really? 
Yeah, that golf where you like hit an actual golf ball with a real golf club into a screen. Oh, and then okay. It's like a video game after that. Got it. So we did that yesterday. Top Golf just opened in Edison. Now Houston, yeah. I believe, was the first place where this originated. I'm pretty sure. And so it just opened in Edison. Dude, it is. I drove by it a couple weeks ago. It is phenomenal. Whether you like golf or not, they basically yeah. set it up like you're a, you have your own bowling alley lane, and you can have up to six to eight people in your area. You rent it for an hour. They have a full bar, full menu. It's like a restaurant, and it's like Target golf. And you know, even if you don't play golf, it just looks like a fun time out. And man, I when you said you had tried the um, the top golf in the hotel, I thought maybe that was like the back part attached to it. So you got a screen, that's fine. But the real yeah, top just, golf is off the charts. Yeah, this was pretty cool. Although I hadn't swung a, swung a golf club in 15, 16 years since I lived in Florida. Right, so you didn't even play first, with this. You didn't even play with this in Arizona. No, my first few uh, hits were not good. But of course, I got the hang of it, Jerry. I'm, I can adapt. I'm uh, if I'm good at one thing, it's adapting to my surroundings. You know that. Yes. So I was able to pick it up rather quickly. Was it awkward not having me it. there? Be honest with me. It, um, not really, right? Now it will be awkward now because now we're done for the day. Now what do we do? You miss me. Yes. <laughs> Eddie asked me that question. He said, is Al going to be lost without me? I'm like, oh, he's got Craig. He'll be fine. So that's oh, very yeah. nice to hear, though. Yeah, definitely. We miss you, Jerry. Of course. Uh, all right, you got penis stories. Uh, well, <laughs> I couldn't access my penis stories, but I did have a couple things. These are kind of sports related, though. Oh wow, a sportsy podcast today. I did see this though, Jerry. A basketball player in New Zealand. I saw this. Got his eye actually poked out on the court. Yep. Now you do basketball for Rutgers. Right? I've, yes, I've never seen this happen before. You never saw a player lose an eyeball. Have you ever seen any human head. being lose an eyeball? I've not, and I will tell you. Generally, when I'm on the internet and I see a story like this, and they have video, I will click on it. I did not click on this. Well, especially now, I saw the story on Deadspin on Friday, and I I worked with Chris Sims and Kim Jones on Friday. I had a good time. Actually, enjoyed myself quite a bit. And I tried to bring them some different stories, maybe stories we would touch on on the podcast. I, I definitely did the drone drop with the footballs because I, I was fascinated. Yeah. I thought that was really cool Thursday night. And I know what they did in Orlando Thursday was probably more for the kids. But I was watching it with my two boys, and we really enjoyed it. It was good. So I was looking for different Nod stories, and I came across that one. And Deadspin put a warning on it before you click yeah. on this thing. It's graphic. And I said, you know what? I'm out. But then... I saw the update that the kid was fine in the hospital tweeting. They got the eye back in place. I'm like, all right, let me check it. And I clicked on it, and I almost threw up. Now, did it actually fall out of his head completely? No. I mean, it doesn't fall out where he picks it up and brings it to the hospital. But the eyeball. Oh, it's, it's attached. Yes. It's still. Tendons a, of some sort. Yeah. It stays attached, but the eyeball literally pops out of its socket, and it looks like it's mm. just bursting through. And it, it looked like something out of a movie. It, it looked awful. It really did. It looked disgusting. But the good news is he was fine, and he was actually joking about it on Twitter a few hours after it happened. So he was fine. But I did see that story as well. And I've never, and again, in all my years watching and calling basketball now, I'm going on my 11th year doing college basketball, and even longer if you go back to some of my early stuff, I, I've really seen very few injuries, specifically anything like this. What about this injury, Jerry? Also basketball-related. This comes from uh, Oklahoma City. This guy, Enos Cantor. Is that Ennis, how you say Ennis Cantor, yes. Ennis? Yes. So he, uh, he had surgery to repair a fractured forearm. 
he was angry and punched the chair. Yeah, we covered this Friday morning, too, because this was Thursday night. What was interesting is it doesn't look like anything. Did you see the video of it? Uh, that was also graphic, Jerry. I'm just trying to stay away from graphic videos. Actually, it, <laughs> actually, it wasn't. All it was oh, this was one wasn't terrible. No, he comes off the floor, Al. If I would have told you after, if I told you, watch this video and tell me what's wrong with it, I don't think you could have come up with anything. I think you would have been looking in the stands for something weird, maybe another player doing something. It looks like a player who comes off the court that's frustrated and he slams his hand down on a chair, on a folding chair. Right. It doesn't look like anything. And then all of a sudden, when you watch the video, they have to fast forward 30 or 40 seconds to where he all of a sudden realizes, hmm, something's not right. And he's just kind of fiddling around with his hand and his wrist. And then it turns out he broke his forearm and needed surgery. And he's going to be out like two months. Yeah, this is something I would probably do if I was a player. Like I, for a while, I would punch walls and things when I was angry. Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah, uh, it also reminded me, uh, I know I told you to, when we were talking uh, last week about rockumentaries that you needed to see, and yeah. I had brought up that Tom Petty one. Yep. I think it's called The Running Down a Dream. Um, in it, you know, he was very angry and punched the wall and shattered his guitar playing hand. Wow. Yeah, and couldn't play guitar for uh, for quite a while. Was that in the middle yeah, of a tour, careful. or was that, you know, in I between? I think it was in the middle of him recording an album. See, that sucks. I think he was frustrated about something and uh, punched a wall. Man, that just delays I one time everything. A, uh, I one time punched a typewriter uh, back uh, in high school when I was using a typewriter. Mm, that doesn't sound smart. Uh, no, I punched uh, the, the keys, and that did not work out great for me. I have found any immovable object is going to do a lot better than your hand or your foot or any part of your body in that situation. Right. You're not going to yeah, win that battle. It's not the smartest thing to do. No, isn't it? Wall. And yet we all do it, and we all get, for whatever reason, we all get upset, angry, and you need that 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 violent release, you know, and you're by yourself. It's not like there's anybody near you. You're not right. hurting anybody, but you end up hurting yourself right. like a jackass. Yes. Uh, Eddie, meanwhile, Eddie just yells F, the F word and then hump attached to it. Yes. And I, then yes. He, he doesn't appear to ever actually have to, you know, punch a wall or anything. He just yells F hump. And that's good enough for him, and that's what I want to get to. You want to get to the F-hump? No, where I'm saying where I can just yell instead of punching a wall. Got it. Terry, I almost uh, punched a wall in the hotel lobby last night because uh, here's the deal. Uh, I'm always afraid to bring my razors on an airplane with me. Yes. I always feel like I'm going to go through the security, and then they're going to handcuff me and think I'm, gonna, I'm trying to cause trouble on the plane. Hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll be able to pick up uh, a razor when I get here to uh, Houston. And I went down to the lobby. Oh, they had razors, Jerry, but not my regular Harry's razor. They had the uh, single blade kind that will rip your face off. Brutal, right? Yeah. So I'm not sure if anyone was checking me out today on television, but uh, I have a full facial hair today, Jerry, because I wasn't able to shave my head or my face. I think next time you have to figure out a way to bring your Harry's with you because right. you've got to look good. You have a responsibility to the people. Right. And well, this, this is, is not going to cut wondering. it. Could Harry's get me those blades from the German um, factory over to me? Yes. I think if you, all you got to do is go to harrys.com. You order them, you give them where you are 
There's no reason right. why they can't ship them right to your hotel. And then you go down. Do I have a package? You do from Harry's. And then, ha-ha, right. good to go. I would like a package from Harry's. I miss those. Uh, it's five blades, Jerry. So here's These, what you're uh, going to get. That they use. Yeah, here's yeah. what you're going to get, right? If you do oh, this right. and you get them sent directly to Houston for yourself, yeah. you're going to get. Now, could they, do they ship to Houston? Yes, they're going to ship them to oh. Houston. They'll ship them right to your hotel. And then they'll oh, call okay, you, great. Mr. Dukes, we've got a delivery for you. You're going to go down oh, and you're going to get this little package of great stuff. We're talking weighted ergonomic handle, five precision mm-hmm. engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Right, that's rich, what I need. How about this? I love this. Rich lathering shave gel. And, oh, by the way, Al, a travel blade cover. Jerry, have them do this. When the package gets here, have the hotel call me and say, Harry is here to see you. I think we can arrange that. And Harry, you mentioned, is so confident Mm -hmm. in the quality of their blades, they want you to try their shave set for free. You heard that just right. Just cover shipping when you sign up. Plus, as a special offer, fans of the podcast, you can go to harrys.com right now. Enter code POSTGAME at checkout to get a post-shave bomb. Also free, harrys.com, code POSTGAME. Do not like, uh, don't be like Al. Get yourself a nice, close, comfortable shave. Don't rip your face off. Go to harrys.com, enter promo code POSTGAME. Terry, did you see the story about Colts punter Pat McAfee? I did not. So he's a seems to be a, a very angry, fired up sort of guy. I'm thinking of throwing his name in the ring to take over for Mike when Mike retires. What would he uh, do? Fan at the end of this year. Well, he was not voted to the media's All Pro team, so he took to Twitter and he said, when he retires, he's going to quote take over the bum ass media that's in sports. What does that even so, mean? I think it means he's going to take over sports media when he retires because, and maybe he was referring to guys like you and Boomer and Craig, um, bum-ass media members. Well, why does that not include you, you bum-ass media member yourself? Well, because I'm more of a producer. Oh, so that doesn't count? Or a podcaster, Jerry, so it's a little different. You're part of the media there, you bum-ass. Okay, I'm part of the media. That's true. So Pat McAfee, maybe he's a guy that we start mentioning when people are trying to think, like, who's going to take over from Mike Francesa when he leaves in December. Why don't you get Pat McAfee on this week? Oh, that probably would have been a good move. Yeah. I don't think he's here. Oh. He's not dealing with the bum-ass media in person. How I many? probably could get him on the phone. You know, I'm watching the replay of the show, which is yes. actually CBS Sports Network. As soon as we ended at 10, they re-rolled it. I guess because, you know, Gottlieb's coming on later. Yeah, it is actually kind of cool. They they kind of like what ESPN does, but Mike and Mike, as soon as it's over, they rerun it. So they're rerunning us right now. And I'm, and it just looks like, and I remember this, you know, from my time too. By the way, it does feel weird for me not being there. Um, yes. It just looks like you guys are in a ghost town. Yes, I'll tell you who was here. Uh, Fox Sports Radio had uh, their host here, the national guys. Uh, Sirius XM had... Uh, some of their sports shows here. The local station here in Houston, the local sports talker. Right. Uh, the Dallas station was here early. That, but those are my really guys at the fan, it. yeah. So it's going to get uh, you know busier as the week goes on. You know, uh, tomorrow my guest list is not impressive either because uh, there's not a lot of people here yet. But then by Wednesday it kicks in. Thursday, Friday will be a madhouse here because it was actually kind of busy in town yesterday. Everyone roaming around in their J.J. Watt jerseys. I can imagine. Everyone. Jerry, everyone. There's no other players that the town folk here like 
other than J.J. Watt. So they're not uh, on the Brock Osweiler train? They are not. No. <laughs> you know, I did not see one Brock Osweiler jersey. Yeah, because he's not overpaid and he one. stinks. Of course you wouldn't. They hate him. The J.J. Watt ones, I mean, they have camouflage J.J. Watt jerseys, the away jerseys, the throwback jersey, the home jersey, the all-pro jersey, the, the Everyone, that full family's walking around in J.J. Watt jerseys. Mothers, kids. I could see you coming to work tomorrow in a J.J. Watt jersey. I mean, if I could borrow one of them. That guy, I don't know if these players get paid individually per jersey sale or if it all goes in a pool and they all split it up. But if not, J.J. Watt is making a pretty good living just selling his jersey. You know who would be a good person to ask about that? If you knew any NFL players or former NFL players. You You know any? Maybe Boomer. Oh, yeah, you could ask Boomer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pretty fun. Hey, did you see Rex Ryan put his house up for sale in Buffalo? Uh, I did not. All right, so let me ask you this then. He's Rex Ryan. Clearly he's made a lot right. of money, right? But he, he right. takes a job. Yeah, and these coaches, I, I think everybody has the expectation you're going to be there a long time, you're going to win a Super Bowl, and you're going to end up being, you know, like Don Shula and spend 30 years somewhere. It never happens anymore right. unless you're Bill Belichick or, I guess, Mike Tomlin. So how much do you think – Rex Ryan's house hits the market for. If I gave you a guess, I'll give you multiple choice. I'll give in you Buffalo. in Buffalo. I'll give you six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. I right. will give you one point one million dollars. I will give you two point eight million dollars. I'm going to go low level. I'm going to go the six hundred grand one. Yeah, he's actually one point one. All right, so we're in the middle. Yeah, we're in the middle. Now, my question would be, and I haven't seen a picture of the house, 1.1 in Buffalo must be pretty damn big, huh? Oh, yeah, because you see those shows like House Hunters on uh, HGTV when they're in a town like Buffalo. They get these giant mansions for 300 k Right, and where we live, $300,000, you're not getting anything close to that. Right. My guess is it'd have to be sold to another... Uh, you know, another like a player on the Bills or something. So he gets that kind of cash. Think he sells it to the next coach coming in? Uh, no, because that'd be bad karma. I would not take a. <laughs> I would not take a house or condo from the coach who just got fired before me. As you take that job, <laughs> where are you right. right now? Where are? What are you doing right now? You're just walking I'm, around uh, town. No, I'm sitting uh, uh, down from the stage where we broadcast it from this morning. Oh, you actually stayed there? Okay, I got it. Yeah, I just stayed there. They're vacuuming, which I'm sure you might be able to be picking up on this the phone call. I hear nothing. Up here. I only hear oh, you. Okay. You're good. What, pl- what place oh. are you going for dinner tonight? I don't know where we're going. I, I really don't know. I'm just kind of going along for the ride. Now, Boomer gave Craig or is giving Craig a Raptor. Uh, what are you giving yeah. him for his birthday tomorrow night? Well, I don't recall us ever exchanging birthday gifts. Oh, okay. I, I got nothing. So you're nothing. You're just going to go and take the free meal. Yeah, evidently, yeah. I right. think that's what I'm going to do. Unless mm. I see some, maybe a J.J. Watcher. <laughs> that would be cool. All right, well, listen. one of those. Have oh, a great, yes. we're done. Have a great Monday. Oh. And we will right, Jerry. do this again tomorrow on the telephone. Uh, if we can hook it up with the ISD, and we will. Otherwise, we'll do it like this. And I miss you guys. All right, Jerry. We miss you as well. I don't believe you. Have a great day, and oh. I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Maybe we'll do the warm-up. Maybe we won't. Although, like you, I don't think that's going to happen this week. Can I still do a see ya? Yeah, please do. I'll give you oh, a three, okay. two, one count, so I'm not talking over All you, okay? Right. Perfect. So everybody, there's no warm-up to follow because we didn't do one this morning. I don't know if we'll do one tomorrow. So this is pretty much it. I say adios, and Al says three, two, oh, one. Oh, I thought you were going to do three, two, one. Yeah, three, two, one. Two. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow!
with the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.